not only are we going to New Hampshire, we're going to South Carolina and Oklahoma and Arizona and North Dakota and New Mexico. We're going to California and Texas and New York. We're going to South Dakota and Oregon and Washington and Michigan. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire. Join the conversation at 402-342-1290 or at 800-577-1290. Once again, direct from the American heartland, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Welcome back to the program. Thanks again for joining us here on us. I got a little bit of gloomy Saturday afternoon, but uh, we're powering through. Uh, the true storm that's probably coming, if you look at us, cloud, it might be raining. It's going to start raining uh, IRS agents um, because of all the compliance woes, as we talked about last segment. But there's some other things uh, to talk about as part two of our um, look at what employers, individuals, and others should be doing uh, to prepare for, for what's coming. Uh, and we're joined by a contributor extraordinaire, Stuart Slonen from SIG Consulting. Good afternoon, Stuart. How are you? Good, Sean. How are you? Not too bad. What's going on down there? Well, uh, the sun is shining. Uh, it's the beginning of our rainy season, and <laughs> uh, you know, life is moving at a very fast pace. Have you moved up to uh, West Palm Beach yet? No, sir. Uh, that's going to be uh, probably the end of September. Nice. Very cool. Very cool. So we've got a, a, a good list of items here. We're going to kind of try and power through the second half here of the program. Uh, but number one up we have is uh, ACA, the Unpopular Individual Employer mandates. I was out uh, visiting with some friends yesterday and uh, they were talking about uh, how they needed insurance, but it's still unaffordable just because of their budget. Um, But what could be unaffordable even more is next year when the penalty really starts to have some teeth. What are your thoughts on that? Well, again, I, you know, your, your question really uh, requests uh, two answers here. As far as the employee uh, um, mandate, uh, most folks uh, faced that uh, just a week or so ago when they filed their taxes. Mm-hmm. Those that had insurance versus those that didn't and had to pay the penalty. Uh, and what you're talking about is employers, that as of January 1, uh, 2016, employer groups of 100 lives or more have to comply with the employee responsibility provisions uh, of ACA. Otherwise, they're going to be uh, uh, faced with heavy fines. Then a year later, the end of 2016, that number then drops down to 50 lives and more for employer groups. Uh, they are going to face the, uh, you know, the penalties. So we're right uh, in the early stages of people facing both the individual mandate, which they just did a week or so ago, mm-hmm. and and uh, this January and the following January, the two segments of the employer marketplace, they're going to face. Uh, the you know the the employer mandate. Yeah, and, e- and even more painful from my standpoint is all some of the reporting uh, requirements that some of them will have to do just because of uh, all of the the wage and hour issues and uh, um, certain part time uh, labor forces and the thirty hour work uh, full time worker now under the ACA is also a, a challenge that they're facing. Yeah, another part of that same issue <clears throat> is this. There's been a uh, proposal in front of Congress to move the hours back to 40 hours. Uh, I don't see much play with that. Along with that, 
the unions have requested also uh, that the hours be put back to 40 hours. Uh, again, uh, it's for the most part, it's going on deaf ears. Right, right. There's just, uh, yeah, I, I think nobody in Congress really even wants to touch the ACA uh, because it's probably going to be a presidential issue as I see it. Uh, second up on our list here is the decreased trends in health care inflation. Uh, that began in uh, 2003 uh, and 04. Um, are, are you seeing that happening still? Um, the number might be less, but the, because of the cost of health care, it's still awfully expensive. Well, yeah, uh, the number the number of the decrease uh, in the 2003-2004 year was due to the recession. <clears throat> and people looking at what the costs, you know, of, of uh, health services are, you know, they looked at hospitals, doctors, nursing homes, uh, et cetera, instead of the full index of what all health expenses cost, including prescription drugs and medical equipment. That leaves out 2% of the national health care spending. So you really don't get a full feel of what, you know, health care is really costing unless you include all of that. Right, right. I think a lot of people, consumers, are going to start, if they haven't already, start to see some of how expensive it is just because of the first dollars coverage kind of gone away. People are going to have to start paying out of their, their pockets. Um, could be sort of unpopular. One of the popular shows that I've been watching recently is a show called Better Call Saul. I'm not sure if you've seen that, Stuart, but it's uh, just finished his first season. Looking forward to its second season. Uh, but how do you see Obamacare's second season results turning out? Well, that's interesting. Um, uh, supposedly, according to the numbers that have been put out there, uh, about 16.4 million people, not in, not elderly, uh, non-elderly uh, adults, gain health insurance coverage, uh, and that included two, uh, 2.3 million young adults from 18 to 26 who were able to stay on their parents' uh, health insurance. And so the percentage of people without uh, coverage dropped to about 12 percent, uh, you know, at the end of this first quarter. So, you know, that's meaningful. Uh, but that still means that leaves, uh, you know, 37 million people that are uninsured. What do you think is going to happen with them? Well, again, it's it's a matter of it's a matter of costs. Uh, you know, they're, they're at some point they're either going to have to pay the penalties as they begin to increase next year, or they're going to have have to opt for you know for coverage. The key, Sean, and this probably is something that we should address almost the whole show to, is going to be how the Supreme Court rules this June. Yeah, that's that's going to be a, a big one. Do you think they're going to uh, overturn anything? I, I don't I don't know that they're going to really change anything, but I've been wrong before. What do you think about that one? Well, again, I, I, there have been some polls and some samplings of how the folks would potentially lean at this point. Mm -hmm. uh, we were wrong in 2012, and, you know, we could be wrong again uh, in, in just two months. So, you know, it's the question is still out there. Uh, you know, we don't know. The one thing that you alluded to a second ago is the affordability of coverage, right. uh, even within these state-based exchanges. The average premium is up 23% after the subsidies. That's, that's an awful lot. Wow. It really brings into the question is, is it really affordable? Yes, people now have the availability of coverage, but at what price? Do you know what the median um, premium is? cost is i mean just kind of right in the average 
of all of the people going through uh, these new exchanges might be? Would that be maybe four or five hundred bucks per for an individual? Uh, the, the average across all metal plans is $364 this year. See, I knew you would know that answer, Stuart. So, but we're talking about 23% on that, that type of money. That's a that's lot right. of money going up uh, on a monthly cost for, for that individual. That's, and again, that's almost $60-$70. This is the second year uh, of Obamacare. And so on a year-to-year basis, that's what we're seeing. You know, they always say the the eighth wonder of the world is compound interest. Uh Think if you could get that type of compound interest on your investments as much as these health care costs are going up. But to that point, uh, Stuart, you know, you look at the individuals uh, getting having that happen. That's been happening for an awful long time to employers. And they, yeah. they've responded by passing on those costs over time to their employees. And when Absolutely. you look at those numbers, um, the, the, the wage of the, the cost of health care has grown so much faster than inflation that it's evaporating rate uh, wage increases. Well, you know, within the, this this debate in terms of the cost and and, and cost of coverage, cost of care, <clears throat> the bottom line I think we all have to agree is that uh, the cost of of, of uh, providing medical care, you know, it has just gone way too high. Sure. Just as an example, uh, the average price in America of an appendectomy is is almost fourteen thousand dollars. A normal delivery is ten thousand dollars. A C-section is fifteen thousand dollars. Cataract surgery uh, is is thirty seven hundred dollars. A knee replacement is twenty six thousand dollars. A hip replacement is twenty six thousand dollars. Bypass surgery is seventy five grand. An angioplasty is twenty seven grand, and hip uh, prosthesis is almost twelve grand. I mean, you know, when you take a look at just those costs for the procedures, right? Not the other associated costs. You know they're 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 just crazy. I had a total knee replacement in June of 2012. Besides the cost of the procedure, when you add in all the other medical costs plus rehab after that, my total bill came to eighty six thousand dollars. Whoa! Of course you had insurance though to cover that. Of but, course. But, but if I'm you saying, didn't, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, but I'm saying when you look at you look at costs and you look at costs of coverage and the question that you put out there. You know, is medical is uh, is is medical insurance affordable? You know, the question is to whom. Right, I think that's just a huge point. Medical care coverage is expensive because the procedures cost too much, and yeah. they really do. You know, I was talking to somebody who recently, um, I, I think they 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 had to go to the ER for something. But you know, one of the protocols, and this is another thing, is like the protocols uh, that these hospitals do is you know, for you come in to an ER with a certain thing. The answer is you might automatically just have to get a CT scan just for, you know, various reasons. It's in the protocol, right? But this right. person now has to pay for that. And yeah. a CT scan, how do you know how much a CT scan costs? Yes. Uh, uh, my fiancé just went through that. Oh, okay. Uh, it was a, a $2,200. 2200 Yeah, but that's just, uh, you know, that's just a, a test and it takes, you know, how many are, the, you know, the equipment's paid for. I mean, how many of those do they do a day? That's, that's, the a question. Question. that's the question. Yeah, that's the question. That's a good question. You know. Well, again, you know, let, let's look at what's actually happened because the, the title of this is what's happened in the second half, uh, you know, of 2015. Out-of-pocket costs have risen 11% from this time last year. That's 11%. Okay? Uh, 
the out-of-pocket expenses on average is, is almost $2,500 per patient hmm. this, this year at the end of this quarter. The patient deductible uh, rose 7% from last year. That's $1,133 since last year this time. So we're seeing a complete upward spiral here uh, that the average individual is, is going to be hard-pressed to really handle, regardless of whether that's coming from Obamacare or from, you know, from private coverage. You know, I think I saw a statistic, and I can't remember the exact number, but it's you know very significant. It caught my attention because it's just that these deductibles that people have uh, are more than what the average American has in their savings account. True. So if you do have an issue... You know, it's nice to have the coverage, but if you have a $10,000 deductible, you're on the hook for that first 10000 Yeah. So let's, let's look at really what the impact of ACA has been this second quarter. The employee eligibility rates, you know, have increased. 93% of employees out there working in the, in the uh, uh, employer marketplace are eligible for coverage. Only 75% have taken up. Uh, you know, participation in what's been offered to them by their employer. The average age of the people taking up this coverage is 44.2 years, okay, which means the average average younger employee is still thinking that they're Man Mountain Dean uh, and, you know, they don't have to worry about out-of-pocket expenses. So it's the older working individual that's severely impacted. And what, what are the premiums? The average uh, premium cost per employee is eight hundred and seventy dollars uh, for a covered life. You know that's a lot of money. With the employer contribution being seventy-five percent of the single employee uh, rate, uh, in some areas of the country, uh, it's as low as four hundred eighty-six dollars. The high is eight hundred and seventy dollars. And so, a lot of employers are offering these high deductible plans. Uh, with an HSA, HSA component, and of the employers that are doing that, 35% of employers offering an HSA uh, have seen that people take up that offer, and that number dropped to 32% where the employer did not contribute to an HSA funding account. Interesting, interesting, interesting stuff. Um, 402-342-1290, if you'd like to join the conversation uh, we're going to take a time out here. Uh, can you hang around? Uh, we got a few more issues to cover, Stuart. Sound good? No problem. All right. Coming up next on America's Healthcare Challenge, glancing ahead at our next segment, we're going to look more at these deductibles going out of reach as well as um, the, the issues of uh, employer-sponsored coverage, the in- employer-mandated important. Are people taking it? Are they not? Well, we'll take a look as well as uh, hospital costs uh, shifting to private patients as well. You're listening to America's Healthcare Challenge. Check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash America's Healthcare Challenge. We're also, all of our segments are on Twitter. We have 280 segments so far and many more. Uh, Just uh, check out the Edie Bellis page there. Uh, We'll be right back. 